It's an intimate get together. Don't call it that. It's just a get together. Don't spill your drink. Don't drop your food. Don't make the music in the house go. I I did it the time before that. That can't be true. I think so. Okay. We say it in the last podcast. Then everybody get ready. I'm going to show you how a pro does it. All right. Okay. Welcome. No. Uh, Let's try again. Embarrassing. Welcome. No. Worse. Um. Welcome. Welcome to Candace Party. It's not a podcast. It's an intimate get-together. What we do... Historians are still trying to figure out what it is, actually. Really? They don't know. They're not sure what it was for? Carbon dating. Mm. Yeah. Dating carbon. Hard. So Mm. committed to his work. I know. Comes home at the end of the night, he doesn't even want to talk. I know, and sometimes they ask him to work late. Oh, and sometimes he just looks out the window and thinks about what he saw today. Yeah. I'm Danny. I'm Molly. And I'm Ryan. You better remember that. If you get our voices confused, we're going to be so mad at you. What we are is adults. We're three adult siblings. And what this is, is a Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast where we, the three adults who are related, we're siblings. I am a big burly man. I don't know what you said. Ryan's big and burly. Me, I'm petite like a mouse. I'm poor as a mouse. I'm He's poor richer as than a mouse. I'm richer than mighty. But nothing on earth could ever, ever divide us. Molly, what's that bathtub tune? You bubba boo? Bubba anything but you? Yeah. Yeah, All right. it. So we're three adult siblings. We are rewatching the hit cartoon Phineas and Ferb uh, to prove once and for all that Phineas and Ferb is for everybody, not just kids, not just adults, but the full age spectrum, except the for people who are. Gamut. What? Gamut? Are you trying to say gamut? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, the mm. gamut. I've only ever seen it written out. Oh, Ooh. run like the wind. All right. Ah. <laughs> That's from The Simpsons. I didn't make that up. I don't want anyone um, to think I'm funny. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so our goal is to find the best episode, best song, best uh, quote from Phineas and Ferb, and we are doing that very slowly through a yeah. bracket that one day will be revealed to you. We're just watching these two slowly. I think we need to pick up the pace. Pick up the pace. Pick up the pace. All right. Well, from now on, we'll try to be better at this thing that's not our job and that we have no real incentive to do outside of our burning outside love. Outside of our yeah. burning love for Phineas and Ferb and our smoking love for you. Speaking of burning love and smoking, no, not really. It's a show for children, but uh, speaking of 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 uh, the show being for children, it's time once again for our famous opening funny, funny segment where I ask you both a very serious, important adult question about Phineas and Ferb. Not adult in a gross way, adult in a mature way, where we're really thinking about what we've seen today. Thinking about the issues. Which Phineas and Ferb character... And I don't want to. I don't want to cast aspersions on these lovable guys. Which of the Phineas and Ferb characters would subscribe to a multi-level marketing scam? I was so glad you asked this. I was really hoping which of today the this would be the question. Which of the Phineas and Ferb characters would get that Facebook message from like, "Hi, remember me from high school? Well, now I'm selling." Um, nutritional shakes do you want in on this because if you give me a hundred dollars right now i'll send you your first case and then we can waive the enrollment fee otherwise it's going to be two hundred dollars like you know who's falling for it who's falling for it who's bringing in everyone they know and sending the messages who's selling jewelry at a party Mm. who's our mom um well i've been thinking about this lately because i've really been looking into 
cults and uh, multi-level marketing schemes and pyramid schemes. And so I've been really thinking about this. I've been and looking into cults and they're a great time. I've been looking into multi-level marketing schemes a lot recently. And actually. like, I mean, I definitely feel like Doof could fall into one. You think 100%. he'd start one? Do you think that's evil enough? No, I don't think he could start one. I don't think that he has any followers in any way. Um, right. I do think he'd get roped into it and think that this was a good scheme and not make any money. Um, mm. And then I feel like for potentially the love, Candace could get roped in. Like she wants that like attention kind of. Um, I won't stand for Candace slander. And that was hard to say. Candace slander. No, I won't stand for Candace slander. That is tough. Feeble, feeble, feeble. Um, yeah, so that's what uh, I think. I think I would say Candace or Doof. See, mm. I was thinking Doof originally, but then I was like, I feel like that's something he would hate. You know what I mean? I feel like he would have like a vengeance against people messaging him on Facebook, oh, and he yeah. would like build he, some machine and be like. But he to would also them. have a vengeance against the people who didn't answer his messages if he reached out. Mm, I think Doof's true. a real misanthrope. I that guy's not right in the hand. I'm not sure. I, this is very. This is a very intricate question. Right. Um, my first thought was Isabella because she's already a the Girl, Girl Scout Scouts are and basically I think are. they're basically it's a little bit, but Isabella would be running it. Like, well, she'd be no, the head. I think she would be the one they use as an example mm. and they'd be like she won this new car or yeah. she she funded this uh, thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um but I, so I feel like I'd be getting like Facebook messages from right. her because I feel like as a child she's trying to get everyone to join the Fireside Girls. Um, I will say she doesn't preach the Fireside yeah. Gospel, but maybe so that's, that's because we I'm don't like, see enough hmm. other girls. And well, there, girl. She has indoctrinated all the girls pretty much already, except she Candace, did, and then she does get Candace. I was gonna say she did get. We Candace. don't know if Stacy was ever a Fireside Girl. Has anyone like we don't know who was Fireside Girls when they were younger? I was gonna say maybe Stacy because I feel like no, I don't think Stacy would put up with that garbage. Doesn't Stacy have a little sister? I think Who's, she. I feel like she has two, or maybe she's brothers. Isn't she, she related to one of the Fireside Girls? Am I crazy? Um, I don't know. These could be separate things. Waka waka. I could be crazy, but Do you could you also have a sister. Do you think perhaps Lawrence? Lawrence, yes. I think I, he I, that would have been my answer. Antiquing uh, multi-level marketing. Not scheme? even. I think that those paint by, paint numbers, by numbers kids. Ooh. I think he's like subscribed to a monthly. Okay, okay. I think at the very least, Lawrence does a lot of subscriptions and forgets about them. Mm. Like Lawrence is still paying for, um, I don't know, what's a streaming show? Oh, he's still paying for like Quibi. Like Lawrence mm. is still somehow getting billed every month for Quibi. Mm, I feel like perhaps, even though I don't know if, I don't think we ever see her, but Buford's mom. Um, we I see think her Beth might. Biff. Oh yeah, Ginger Biff is um, <laughs> Stacy's sister. Yeah, okay. I I thought they could be they they, but I wasn't sure. Ginger Hirano. Yes, that's a great name. Oh, could you real quick? Just in terms of like names for a news anchor, you could do a lot worse than I'm Ginger Hirano. Welcome to yeah. the Channel Five. Like that's just got a ring to it. That's Stacy. Just Hirano's the right fine. amount of syllables. Yeah. yeah. Do we know her mom's name? I just know her as Doctor Hirano. Um. You know what? And Let me check. I've got the wiki up right now. And I, I. First of all, I will always call her Doctor. Um. No, we don't know. Her okay. Name. Because Doctor Hirano has a cameo in this episode. I don't think she says. I don't know if her one line. I don't think they would have bothered to get. Uh, who is it? Ming-Na Wen yes. was the voice yes. of Dr. Hirano. Yeah, I don't think they bothered to get her just to say hello. Because um, that's my her favorite line. Band? 
I don't think she even says Love Handles my favorite band. I think she just says hello and then she says, you'll never guess who's reunited. And then the graphic of all mm. the other calls starts. I don't know. Mm. I can't remember. It's been five minutes and I've already forgotten what we just watched. Who Who do you think? Would be? Who do I think would join the multi-level marketing? Yeah. Um, I think that just because we watched this episode with the getting the bank back together, absolutely Bobby Fabulous runs some kind of multi-level. He definitely does. I mean, he was That's peddling that cream. You yeah. saw the way yeah. he makes his employees dress. That's, That's a, cult. a cult. Not even the, a bad cult necessarily. No. Just like a a sort of like loft. when they say like a cult classic that's th those are the people who uh, <laughs> when they say a cult 45 they are talking about the smooth rich taste <laughs> of Bobby Fabulous's salon see I was thinking Swampy definitely tried and it, Ooh, it yeah. didn't work out Bobby has a garage full of like do you know in the movie The Pursuit of Happiness how oh, Will Smith yes. has all those medical scanners he can't yes. sell Swampy. Swampy has a garage yeah. full of like, or <laughs> yeah. even either that or like old love handle merch just sitting in the garage, like a bin. Full probably, of it. probably. Yeah. I feel like they all probably. But I, I honestly like I gotta really advocate for Candace on this, like because I think it seems like one of those things that she'd be really excited about, because and then it just wouldn't work out for her, because that's yeah. the Candace story is like she gets super involved and she's the like, Candace yeah, I'm gonna story. do this, and then. Yeah. It just doesn't go how she thought, and she would be stuck with the garage full of metal. But supplies. would Candace volunteer to have to sell people things? Candace does overextend her abilities a little bit, but yeah. I think maybe she would know that she can't talk to a room full of people. Oh, I don't think so. I think she loves the attention. Right. I think she'd be like super excited and like. Candace doesn't have stage fright of anything, no. I guess. But it's different when you're asking people I for feel money. Like she would have like one of those um, those jewelry parties, and yeah, then be Ooh, like yeah. really, uh, she'd like be serving like a plate of cheese and crackers yeah. and be really smiley and very angry. Um, yeah, excuse he, me, excuse me. Not a jewelry party, a jewelry intimate get together. Mm, you are correct. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's not a party. It's a coordinated sales event. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so this episode of Phineas and So we've all got some thoughts about multi-level marketing. We all think it's great. You should join our pyramid oh, scheme. Oh, oh. If you want to join our cult, our Phineas and Ferb cult. Follow us. Follow us. On social media. Um, been real into the cult research lately, guys. Yeah, we get yeah, it. we know. We get the texts <laughs> at like four in the morning. Four in the morning. Do you guys know? <laughs> Do you guys know what's going on? And we'll be like, what? And she'll be like, you don't know. <laughs> We're all scared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Last time anyway. I saw Molly, she was in a black robe and she had a like hood over her head and she was like above a candle. And like she when was, Candace like, is pretending to be a vampire, essentially, she's just not pretending to be a vampire. She, she believes she is. Molly's a lost little vampire truth. in the sun. Live your truth, vampy. <laughs> you would. Anyway, <laughs> so today's episode is, dude, we're getting the band back together. It's a it's a full twenty two minute. Or this is, doesn't have two segments. So we're, this is all we're minutes. talking about for the length of this episode. Let me, and what a classic! Let me open with a very bold declaration that I know both of you are gonna have to back me up on. We're fourteen episodes into Phineas and Ferb. Mm -hmm. We're not even done with the first season. Fourteen episodes in, I feel that this episode is the first real contender for best episode of Phineas and Ferb. And I genuinely feel I that this episode, when we get to the end of the show, when we've mm -hmm. gone through the next 200 of these, yeah. and we're looking back, and we're trying to go like, okay, like top 10, like narrow it down, top mm -hmm. 10, this will always have a very good shot of making I that I think list. it is going to be top five. It definitely, I think, has a good shot. I'm I don't gonna think come out win. a little controversial here. I think it's one of the most iconic and one of the most memorable episodes i think without this yeah. episode we don't get the fabulous recurring bit of everything love handle for the rest of the show sure 
musically, I would argue maybe the best episode, but joke wise, there are definitely funnier episodes of Phineas. And there Ford. are much funnier episodes, yes. but first of all, but like sweet. best all around. How like... sweet is this? It's How sweet so... is this? Okay, episode? here's the thing. I got very emotional during this episode yeah. multiple times to the point of tears, and I don't know why. Perhaps, perhaps I'm going through something. <laughs> I don't know, but it's most of right most <laughs> of my notes in here are why am I tearing up? Why yeah. am I crying? It's really. This sweet. is the sweetest thing I've ever seen. Could you imagine? Someone getting your favorite band back yeah. together for you. Granted, he didn't really do it. Yeah. But now she Molly thought and I, he did. Molly and I both did a summary last episode, which means it's Ryan's turn. No, you know that I don't do them because I suck at them. Yeah, but this is one episode and I think you can do it, bud. It's real simple. Would you mind saying stink? Because suck is too. Oh. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm boo. Kidding. Are you kidding oh, me? Oh, boo. Boo, boo I say. I say. <laughs> 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 you can run, but it won't be we'll to the to college, college of your choice. choice. Ryan, give us so a summary. True. The title is essentially the summary. So, so, dude, we are in fact getting the band back together, and we're done in this here episode. <laughs> so, it is Lawrence's, and I almost called her Diana. <laughs> 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 this is why I don't do them. And Linda's anniversary, but oh no. Lawrence forgets. So then Phineas and Ferb over here and they try to get their favorite band, Love Handle, back together in order to surprise Linda. Meanwhile. Meanwhile, Dr. Doofenshmirtz is planning his daughter's birthday party yeah. because it's a 16th birthday or something like that. And he just wants to do a good job so he doesn't have something evil necessarily. <laughs> All right. That's perfect. There That's you, you did it. That was really good. And was I had the gumption for you. It was, I think the voice maybe helped you. Yeah. I, it took a lot of the pressure off. Yes, yeah. it took a lot of the pressure because you, you were in summer because I, I was a character. <laughs> that wacky was southern lawyer was right. Who knows yeah. how to summarize? And I know how to summarize. I know how to hang a jury. Oh <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen of the court. Um, this is the greatest. I love Phineas. It, it, it's a great this episode. This truly, like, rest- not yeah. that we ever lost faith, but it just kind of amplified it. It's just every time we again. watch an episode of Phineas and Ferb, we're like, we really God. all look at each other. We're like, man, this show is so good. This is well, this one especially because, yeah. okay, so there's a great episode here. Really good, really funny, really sweet. It's so nice that, like, even this early on, there's this much developing oh. of the world. Oh. Well, there is love. but they, And then, like, there's love, there's handles, there's room going around. But, like, that we're developing not only this little world they live in, but, like, just, like, that Lawrence and Linda have kind of, like, an episode about them. Like, look at any other show about kids. There's not an episode about the parents, 14. Yeah. Like, in the <laughs> in the first season, there's an episode about the parents. Like, maybe the Fairly Odd Parents, in the first season, they do that episode where Timmy travels back in time. But that's his parents they as children. They don't even get names. They're as children. Like, compared to, like, this, where the episode is about them as adults and they both have names. Oh, my God. And mm. they flash back. And to them in his teens. I like thought about it. I literally have chills right now. I just thought about so, it. It's so sweet. I do have a question, but we'll. It's a really sweet image, them going back and seeing them in the past. Yeah. It's kind of funny, though, because, you know, we get the vibe that it's like this was them in their youth when yeah. they were like teenagers, but they're not because Linda does look different than when she's Lindana. Like, clearly, time no, has but... passed, and they're the only ones in the crowd dressed like it's the 80s. No, but also. The 
the only thing is that it's implying like, oh, this is their sweet like 80s love story because they're older. But like this was uh, eight years ago because yeah. uh, they both have children and yeah. like. Right. But we've never considered the fact that like maybe, I don't know, maybe Lawrence had to move back to England. And, you know, maybe they had complications yes. and they found each no. other later. It's entirely possible that they're they're sort of a, a twice around the block romance. But I think what's more likely is just that. Linda, you know, already had 80s. Linda already had Candace and Phineas. Yeah. Well, yeah. And she just she met Laura. I well, assume they met. I assume they met too. But that's like what I think is here. Like maybe they both separately loved handle loved love handle. Like that was their farewell yeah. concert that they were at. There it was their final one. So love handle had been around. Right. And like they're the again they're the only yeah. ones dressed like it's the 80s so it's like they're in the vibe of the band it'd be like right. like I'm gonna dress a little more punk right. if I go to an Avril Lavigne concert right. I think it's so, just one of those things where it was just like but I like that she looks you can tell like her hair is different than when she's Lindana yeah. and it's different than Linda like you can see the, the it's difference. also different than when she's on the date with Doof, with Doof much later yes. in the show mm. so you can tell like time has passed to show that time had passed right um I yeah. have to say, to start off this episode, I love the immediate panic Lawrence has immediate. when he hears it's the anniversary. He does not miss a beat. Candace shows in the calendar, and like before she can even finish saying the word anniversary, he's panicking and runs into the house to try to figure what out what to do. What a rare thing for a Phineas and Ferb episode to start with two parents arguing. Like, it's yeah. it's yeah. kind of weird. It's, like, uncomfortable at Like, first. Uh, don't get me wrong. I would also be mad if someone forgot my anniversary, like, my, my wife or husband forgot my anniversary. Mm -hmm. I'd be mad at them. I'd, I'd maybe yell at them. But, like, just a like, an out of yeah. this show's because we Wheelhouse. never like see Linda and Lawrence really arguing. We don't Sometimes see like much of anyone arguing. Yeah. There's very little conflict, except when Phineas yells at his sister in a special. Yeah, well, that's right. a spe that's how you know it's a special episode. But I I have to we have to pause on this f for my sake okay. because this is something that happens in TV shows a lot that really bothers me because like when on your anniversary do you not talk about like your anniversary that's coming up. Like, why are you just mad that they forgot? You know, like, don't you make plans for your when anniversary? When you're, maybe, Molly, we're young and every anniversary's special, but when you're like 40 and you've got three children to no, take care of. No, but clearly it matters to her if she's annoyed you forgot. Like, I feel like you would have talked about it or like made plans or something. Cause like, mm. it's just as much on her to have not come up with a surprise for him. Like, maybe she has a gift, but like, did you guys talk about dinner? Who was making dinner? Like, what? What? What is this? Maybe Why is she's this mad about something else? And this is kind of a, you know, when you're mad at someone, and you kind of you let them fail so you can be more mad. At them. No, I'm not passive aggressive. You know, when you're way. psychotic no. and you. No, I, I. But like, no, you're backtracking. No, no, I'm not. I was about to double down. <laughs> I, was about to say, I was about to say that, like, when you're like, let's say, Lawrence. Lately, he's been kissing too many of his paint by numbers, and he hasn't been paying. <laughs> he hasn't been paying any attention to Linda, and he just like he's just been kind of a bum lately. And she's brought it up, and they've talked about it, and she's been like, "Lawrence, I, I you really got to spend less time p kissing mm. the paint by numbers queen." And then he's like, "But darling, I just got the colors right on Churchill or whatever." <laughs> and then you're you're like you're Linda, mm -hmm. and you got to take care of these three kids all the time and run your antique shop. You're yeah. such a girl boss. And then it's like, our anniversary's coming up. I sure hope he has something planned. 
he better surprise me. He better surprise me. And then you invent this disgusting narrative in your head where it's like, sure, he's been ignoring me lately, but when our anniversary comes around, it'll all be better. And then he doesn't do anything for your anniversary, and you're like, oh, you're disappointing me. But also, I created a false expectation because I didn't communicate with you. Yeah, it's unhealthy. That it's doesn't mean I'm not part healthy. of it. I'm Linda. I just, I'm a just, bad guy. It just bothers me that that's always a trope. Or like, you didn't plan anything for my birthday. And it's like, and neither did you. It was no, your see, birthday. And I can't, I can't help but think that this is my unhealthy behavior is part of this because... Every year around because my birthday, such traumatic birthdays. I don't want to. I never want to talk about my birthday. No, but literally, and do you remember that one time when it was like the worst day of everyone's life? Yes, I remember this several birthday. times. It's been, oh, jeez, Ryan, you were, you were <laughs> walking about. <laughs> he set a trap you and you I was walked right into it. That one, I thought you were talking about all. The, I usually just have a lousy. Anyway, um, this last birthday was pretty chill. Mm, but hold yourself accountable for that one. Okay. Well, no, it seems like. But yeah, um, like my birthday, like I never want to talk about it. I never want to deal with it. And whenever people ask me, what do you want to do for your birthday? I go, ah, oh, nothing. I'll probably just hang out. Just have a nice yeah, day. Yeah, but then you hate when they plan a surprise. I do. I did get mad the one time anyone ever planned a surprise for me. But like, I do want people to be like, well, we brought you a cake and presents. Like, I kind of yeah. want that. I kind of want the attention. And it's like, I don't think that's good. I think I should just get over myself and plan my birthday. But like... The, the, you know, that one time people- who's gonna bring me presents? Gonna bring me presents and cake. Like, I want people to, I want people to fuss. They, they probably will fuss, but if you are like, I don't I want don't the fuss- I don't know how to tell you this. Then people will be like, oh, he doesn't want the yeah, fuss. Yeah, you still get like a cake and presents yes. on your birthday if you plan something yeah. to No, do. I know, but I mean like, like, I don't, I, it's this weird- And I'm not one to talk, because I'm the same way, <laughs> and I completely understand what you mean. My birthday is this month, and All right. I so anyway, decided back to me and what I wanted to do for my birthday. What I want to do on my birthday. Like the yeah. audacity of somebody else to tell me what I'm gonna do on my birthday. Like, what if I what if I had something I wanted to do? That's the most you thing I've ever heard. Yeah. There's no, uh, listen, birthdays are a trap. All right. Yeah. Because there's no way. Whether, out of it. whether it's someone planning a surprise for you, it's like, <laughs> who are you to decide what I'm doing on my birthday? But then if they don't, it's like, well, now I have to plan my own birthday. Well, oh, no, no, well, no. That's different. We just that's, think yeah, that that's because awful. of our, our, our mom. You it's, really got to stop bringing that up. It's, it's just this the truth. is not a podcast about mommy issues. It's not even a podcast. Well, it's an intimate get together. <laughs> You're right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's um, an intimate get together, not about we, mommy should issues. Should we bleep what, like, out what I said? Should we maybe? <laughs> should, should, we, should we redact that? Should we start over? Somebody call the CIA and get that big Somebody call the CDC. Somebody, Somebody call Scientology and they'll they'll doctor Stop it for ringing us. it up, Molly. No. Um, anyway, it's she the- gets one pamphlet in the mail. <laughs> oh, look, Molly. I know you want to join Scientology real bad. Oh, any Scientologists on Phineas and Ferb? Not in character. I think we uh, talked about actors. this, didn't we? I, I hope. I don't want to know. Actors? Nancy Cartwright. Oh, ever do a- I don't want to know. Okay. I don't want to know. Um, anywho, um, uh, it's our anniversary and um. Yeah, so Phineas and Ferb decides... our anniversary. <laughs> no, it, yeah, okay. it's, it's your anniversary. anniversary. That character alone, I think, She's is the funniest what, part of the what sends the, this episode yeah. over the top. I, I'm going to say, like, I don't think the comedy is top-notch here. No. But it's because it's about the emotion. It's the emotion. Yeah. I was just saying, the emotion is very high. It's like when you watch The Simpsons from season two. It's like Lisa's substitute teacher, Stop. where... I watched that episode again the other day just because I wanted to feel something and I cried. But like Lisa, so Lisa's substitute, there's funny bits in that. Like there's good jokes, but like for the most part, you're just watching a story and then at the end you weep. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like that. So um, I have to say actually one of my favorite jokes in this, speaking of the comedy, was 
he keeps his treasured memories in his toolbox because that is kind of I the don't most like remember that one. That's when Lawrence. No, I remember it now, but yeah. I like didn't. Remember I didn't remember it. that, but like I was like. I thought you were gonna say secretly. I'm very well. Wrong. That's pretty great. I too. have an eidetic memory, so I remember everything ever. <laughs> wow, you're cool. I bet you keep all of your treasured memories right you- in your little noggin. Wow, you're cool. I bet you keep all of those nuts in your cheeks for the winter. (laughs) 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 That was great. That's what I thought. That was the first thing I thought. Was that the first thing? God, that squirrels do that. Isn't that really funny about nature? Uh, don't they get soggy? No one talks no, about they, them. They bury them after they're in their cheeks. Well, why do they have the big cheeks then? So they can carry more than one they at carry. once. But mm-hmm. have you ever seen a squirrel actually do that? Have you ever laid in bed with the banging in your head going around? I meant to sing, have you ever seen a duck wearing a whatever, you know, down by the bay? But I couldn't think of the words. <laughs> What have you ever seen down. a moose? Marry a goose. Oh, I was I elevated it to marriage. <laughs> oh wow, God. okay. Anyway, so what silly gooses we are this week. Kissing um, mooses down kissing by the bay. <laughs> Smooching mooses. Um so down by the Lawrence bay. Lawrence keeps his treasured memories in a toolbox. And um, no, don't look at, don't say this with tears in your eyes. And Lawrence keeps his together. memories. Um, why does Olive Love Handle live in Danville? That's what I wanted to know. Like, it seems like a little odd that this famous band would just all same reason Mount Rushmore is in town. Because shut up, Molly. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. Sorry, I said the s up word. Um. That's a joke. No, that's a joke from a the Kyle Mooney show, Saturday Morning oh, All Star Hits. Thing you can never think of your own joke. I I thought of that nut cheek it's thing. It's my eidetic memory. It's my eidetic memory. I memorize all the other jokes, so I never have to think of one. Um, anyone have anything to say about this episode? Sure, I saw a goose, and you're not gonna believe what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Top ten things you'll never believe I saw down by the bed. <laughs> <laughs> BuzzFeed presents Watch Mojo. <laughs> Watch Mojo. You'll never believe this whale's tail pattern polka dotted. I, <laughs> I really lost it at the end. I thought it was bedazzled. Have you ever seen a whale with a bedazzled tail? Bedazzled's a brand name. It yeah. wouldn't be in a 50-year-old nursery rhyme. Mm, maybe I just made it a little. Have you ever seen a man? The, no, Do, there's not. it's not a man. Have you ever seen a guy with a nice... With a nice tie. With a nice tie. With a really nice I tie. Think there's something about a tie. <laughs> Have you ever seen a man hanging from his tie? Oh, dark thoughts down by the bay. <laughs> anyway. Is that the wind it, it, or the water? It was, yeah. <laughs> it's both. It's officer. The, no, it's the rafters creaking, it, like in the haunted mansion. I was actually trying to do thunder. <laughs> Come from there. Ew. Anyway. So let's try to say love handle in the Donald Duck voice. (laughs) 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 Ryan Ryan looks like he's holding on for dear life. I don't know why I'm like on top of the Statue of Liberty, holding on to the crown. (laughs) Ryan's like, first you love handle. 
Okay. I'm going to. We're getting there. I'm going to get us back. You're going to veto. Here. You're going to veto another 10 minutes um, of that? Yeah. Shall that would have won us a What I noticed randomly in um, oh. this episode of Phineas and Ferb was that in the one room they're watching the documentary and um, there's a couple of houses, pictures of houses in frames. And um, I just thought that was interesting. There was like a cottage and then like another kind of more modern house. And like, I don't know if they're like house picture collectors or something. Duh. Those are the houses they lived in before they moved in together as a shared blended family. Is it? No, I don't know. I don't don't give a darn. Maybe it's the grandpa's house if it's a cottage. Because they live in kind of a weird old English house. That's what I was thinking. Down by the Oh, it's that cottage where Snow White lives with the dwarves. Oh, Oh, okay. It has to be. Um, Did I ever tell you guys that whenever I see an old-timey house, I do think of the movie Snow White? No, you didn't tell me Oh, like if there's a white house. Grandma's house? No, it's it's this very specific kind of old house. What? <laughs> a reference for none of you what? and no one, but a very small amount of people. Who's talking about grandma's house? <laughs> Just <laughs> grandma's house. No, no, like, but what why? Is what is your thing you're referencing? So there was a girl in my high school Molly. who was a rapper. Oh my God. No. Like a SoundCloud rapper? No. And she wrote a song called Grandma's House, <laughs> and her name was Homie Bree, and she would always perform Grandma's ah. House, and it went, Grandma's House. Grandma's house. Are you sure that's not like a SpongeBob bit? I'm sure it's not. Okay. Can we redact everything no, about we can't. that? Can we start the podcast over? We're only a half hour in. We need to be talking about this episode. Really a half hour in. The side characters that appear are Stacy, Lawrence, Vanessa, and Isabella. She just trucks on with this side character thing. I'm trying to keep up the the list. Well, you didn't keep track of Doctor Hirano. That's true. She's not. She doesn't appear enough. That's a Mrs. Garcia. Garcia Shapiro, Garcia Shapiro. <laughs> is in the me. background at the concert. Would you like though. to sign my petition? Garbage. You're garbage. Um, okay, thoughts on the episode, notes from the episode. So I'll bring up a note. Please. The first song that we have, not um, History of Snuck Your Way. There's a, right there's into a my little heart. bit they of They play a, a, yeah. a video, yeah, but, but they're I'm not, not going to count that. Um, History of Rock. Good. Yeah, how do you yeah. feel about History of Rock? How do we all okay, feel? Okay, so I it's thought, fine. I, I have, it was a banger, but it's not a bop, therefore does not warrant the bop alert, but it's a nice warm up. They mm-hmm. did tease us with Snuck Your Way right into my heart it's in the, the video, but then yeah, sorry. they give us this, and it's, it's still a great song, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, I think it does a good job at capturing many gen- genres I was gonna in say, one It shows song. the range of the Phineas and Ferb musical team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And Jared's voice is beautiful. Yes. Gotta love him. And it shows the Jared range of Leto. him as well. Of, no. no, Jared. Derek, Jared Leto. Reddick? Derek? Reddick. It's a Reddick. The Chronicles of Riddick. The lead singer Derek. of Bowling for Soup. So for anyone who yeah. doesn't know, yeah. Danny is played by... Um, Jared from Bowling for Soup. Yeah, the lead they, who also sings they the sing theme song. Yes. Theme this could possibly song. be the best day ever. And the forecast says that tomorrow. Be a million and six times better. No joke, Molly. That math checks out. <laughs> Back to you, Tom. Uh, so This has been Ginger Hirano. <laughs> this is Ginger Hirano for the Action 5 News team. Thanks, Ginger. It's me, Tom, the guy you thanked. I remember, Tom. I'm Ginger Hirano. <laughs> All right. So anyway, Phineas and Ferb walk up to Danny. They just kind of find him. Um, he has a music shop. I mean, he has a it's music in the documentary. Shop. Yeah. So they go to his music shop and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna get the band back together." And he's like, "Yeah, cool." Yeah, it's not <laughs> he, like a Beatles thing where they're no, mad at he, each other. Yeah, he wanted to just he wanted to do it, but he was like, "The others aren't gonna agree." And then they sang "History of Rock." Yeah. Um, go through lots of different genres. 
Um, this is the best concept. He yells for a at a customer. Member. He does. Um, but mm. in the end, he was kind of right. So the spirit of rock called to that. The guy. spirit of rock called to him. But that like, would be eighteen hundred dollars. But the thing is. Musical equipment is expensive. As far as the concepts for the musical numbers go, if you sit there and go like, okay, this song is about rhythm. It's called I Don't Have Rhythm, but it, they, it's a rhythm song. That's the joke. And then this one's called I'm Fabulous, and it's about how the guy's fabulous. And this one's called Snuck Your Way Right Into My Heart. It's just a love song. And then this one's called The History of Rock and Roll, and we explore every genre. <laughs> we trace the rock and roll yeah. back to the blues, and then we trace it through the 70s. We trace it through 60s psychedelia into into funk music, into, into metal. And it's like, well, that one's obviously the best idea, yeah. but it's also kind of comparatively the, it's the least it's, of all the songs. It is. Yeah. Even the five-second song that they play over the credit called Music Makes Us Better yeah. is yeah. better than... Well, because that's the thing is when you're switching genres constantly like that, it doesn't... There's no real melody. The, yeah, right. there's not a melody. It can't get stuck in your head. It does remind me, though, of one of my favorite Bowling for Soup songs, um, I Got You, where it plays like um, an acoustic guitar for the beginning of the song, and then halfway through, it switches to heavy metal. Right. And hearing Jarrett do both metal voices um, was, yeah. was, was nice for me. He also... But it also... Just doesn't it doesn't really it's not going for a consistent melody or anything. It's about it's about it's supposed to be about it changing. Yeah. But also like just in terms of lyrics, there's really only one section that has like really good lyrics. Uh, What what I would call like well no the 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 metal part does have some fun lyrics when you know your parents will think you're crazy and your neighbors will think you're rude. That's fine. But I'm talking about there's in the funk section. Phineas has like a part where he rattles off. Like it's just the blues played in a way that makes you want to shake your rump. But like that's part of a longer run of him getting out like a. I did write specifically shake your rump and I laughed. Yeah. um, Because I thought that was funny. Danny shakes his little butt. Um, In a big fur coat. I do like the soul train. His outfit. But I did write I do not like Phineas's hair when they're singing the blues. Like it does not look good. It's what is just, it? When they're singing the blues, Phineas's hair is just oh, like, like greased back? ugly. It looks it looks bad, and um, I don't like when Phineas wears a hat because then he looks bald, and it's oh when he <laughs> there was an accent when when they're doing the metal and Phineas has the like Freddie Mercury yeah. village yeah. people cop hat. He looks bald. Actually, it's not the cop, but it's a different guy. And I, there's yeah. no way to describe. We'll call him a biker. There's a yeah. biker in the village people. Sure, and yeah, he's yeah, he's a hat. biker. But he's also—is he wearing like the the yellow leather jacket? Or it's not I just a yellow; it it's a black. I think he's in a black leather jacket because he's not dressed like he Freddie Mercury. He just looks bald. He does look bald. Anyway, anyway, um, but it's fun. It, it's fun, and it, it moves the story along. Actually, it doesn't. It actually doesn't at all. It actually doesn't at all. But it's nice. But it's fun. It's the one thing that if you cut it, the episode would be the same. Right. Yeah. It's a phenomenal song, and as we say, it is in no way a bad song. No, because these aren't criticisms. Like literally, my note under every single one of the songs is just like they are truly the most talented group of people. Every single one, like that, has somehow found their way together. Even the fake version, like the sort of sound of like bop that plays when Perry and Doof are setting up the hall, is like that's perfectly pleasant. Like montage, it's. It's different. Like we we have montage music that we use over and over again in the show, right. but it's like a new like yeah, like that kind of thing. And it really is cute that it's so upbeat while they're doing that uh, decorating montage. But um, the the rock the history of rock one is just like 
being the the least good one isn't bad at all. Like it's you it's know still mm. better than anything any of us could. I'll ever never do. write yeah. a song that's as good as that. But you know, and especially again, it just shows their range because each individual segment of the song it sounds, is good. Yeah, yeah. And they all sound good, pretty authentic. They all sound authentic. They all sound. Just phenomenal. It's in not every like way. one where you're like, oh, it's embarrassing they tried to do. Because <laughs> when there's a guitar solo during the psychedelia part, like that's a good guitar solo. It yeah. doesn't sound like, yeah. you know. So anyway, that that's just the least of them. And it's also, again, to nitpick a thing that's really good and I just declared is the best one we've seen so far <laughs> to, and is on like our favorite show, to nitpick that. It is the only one that has no purpose because the other ones are convincing yeah they're about them convincing but he was this is just dan wants to talk about music for five minutes and it's fine this was was dan just wants to perform and that honestly is representative of his character and Mm -hmm. his stance in this episode some characters don't need to have an arc some characters are static and that's what makes them good that being said that contrast is what brings out the the power in that being said um, we could have called what? Characters that change. They're not the dynamic. Same. Cat- dynamic. dynamic. I was going to yeah. say Determinate, but Determinate is the song. From, from Lemonade Mouth? From Lemonade Mouth. No, that song serves as well. Using the Oh no, Molly's about to rob a bank. Stop. No. Oh no. Anyway. Molly did something very embarrassing. No, that was. It was amazing. Thank you very much. Now, hurry up and let us in now. Okay, but are we? You know how I feel when they end up the bill. I just never let throw it down. Now, I'm playing around. You could have on the ground and make that sound loud. I would have killed it. for the chance to slowly turn down the volume <laughs> on your mic. I didn't get there fast enough. I ran out of rap. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, like this, this song could have easily been about like, you know, maybe Danny doesn't want to perform in front of he he thinks no one will show up if they mm, sing cuz yeah. at the end that's his problem and he's about to leave he's about to quit because he thinks yeah, no one will come the see thing. them he, which is not a we'll problem get to that later though because sure that's really cute that yeah. moment uh, no i you literally got chills. no i got chills and i cried yeah like the other things up. brought tears to sure. my eyes but spoiler alert i like shed a tear yeah. that moment works just fine yeah. It, the way it is but I like if you were gonna like do us a rewrite which you don't need to because it's great but like if you were gonna it, it maybe it would help to establish that that's his that's insecurity fear. yeah because each of them has a thing that is their problem Swampies is just in his head like he yeah. genuinely just has rhythm <laughs> Bobby, uh, Bobby wants attention sense. yeah like and he thinks he's not gonna get it but like they're like nah we think you you're literally great. have a cult following you yeah so. so it's you know you made your own fan <clears throat> club exactly um, Ryan, you're okay. the president of your own fan club. As it should be. You should be your own biggest fan. You made those pins and buttons. I'm not playing into this, but um, let's move on. I wanted to bring <laughs> up a real topic of concern for this episode. Yeah. Um, it says that for, so when Perry is getting the mission statement from um, Major Monogram, um, like he's this. like, hey. My famous voice. <laughs> he's like, the Doofenshmirtz Corporation purchased all of these like yeah. things. And um, so Doof is using his corporate funds for personal use. And that's some, some serious fraud. And um, that's truly evil. So he's saying he's got nothing evil going on. But tax fraud is a crime. Is a problem. Let's talk about this for one second. Because if there's one thing the listeners of this Family yeah. Friendly Podcast care about, it's tax law. Dr. Doofenshmirtz's corporation makes no profit. It it is essentially a nonprofit organization. Their goal as a corporation is evil, which doesn't necessarily bring in money. Doof is never holding anything ransom for money. He at best will hold something ransom for 
power, the tri-state area, mm. but he's never intending profit. Mm. Everything he purchases is just to do something bad. And because at the end of the party, he plans to blow up Perry the Platypus with a giant firecracker, this is technically an evil operation. And as such, I feel comfortable with him writing it off on his taxes. Mm. Okay, it's okay. all a business expense because in the end, it was actually a trap. So if we're going by the logic of business expenses, Doof did his homework and this is just evil enough to count. As as the purpose of his corporation, doing I'm so evil. So glad you went to school as an accountant. Yeah, Thank you, great. Ryan. That being said, I love the montage of them setting up the party together. Oh, Ryan, you so want to sing Umbop real quick? The yeah. very real Umbop. Oh, creepy. Bop. The very real look they have while blowing up the balloons is very relatable because we've all been there. Hanson, <laughs> is that you've you? changed? Yes, we have. After all these years, they still do music. They're really cool. You big Hanson head, Molly? Uh, I I'm one of the Hanson girls. They had Weird Al direct one of their music videos. It was oh Ryan, no, not a laugh from one of you. A stare, maybe a judgment, but not a laugh. <laughs> Come on, you queen of cults. Nothing. Sorry. Fine. Not Fine. even a chuckle for Charlie's Hanson. No, girls. we we gotta we gotta keep it moving, guys. Charles Hanson. Um, I'm not buying into this, but let's move. Um, <laughs> no, so, but. Then we move on to Bobby. We we go to the hair place and we we meet Bobby Fabulous. Ryan, Dicad, what's that sound? Ryan, mom is there. Complications. <laughs> Wacky hygiene. So, well, yeah, that's Ryan. The, that's I hear what Candace is yes. trying to do. Candace is with their mom while she's getting her hair drowning done. her. And I'll say it, she looks good with straight hair. Linda, she can. She looks good in anything. I'm Let's just be saying, clear about she something. pulls it off. She's a drawing of a cartoon woman <laughs> with a with a sort of triangular, pointy head. Wee <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, is that the sire? Oh no, something's wrong with Wee-oo. the bomb. I forgot to charge the batteries. The bomb My um, baby. Bop alert! So yes, it's the bop alert because that is. It, folks, we have Fabulous. Is that the name of the song? I, I, didn't, I didn't bother to look it probably, up, I'm not gonna lie. Probably also my first contender for maybe favorite song of the show. It's just Fabulous. It's, none of the ones until okay, now so would. Right. Yeah. None of the ones until now yeah. would make a top 10 for me. I'm Fabulous is currently my yeah, number one. No, it's I would such have to a agree. jam. I yeah. mean, we we go, go I mean, all it, out Yes, and it recently yeah. got um, popular on TikTok, TikTok as well. Yeah. Did um, it? Yes, because they were doing the trend. Um, People starts reuniting. Like, Dude, we're getting the band back together. Oh, gotcha. It's just so catchy. It's, it is. It's wonderful. And I think it's because it includes um, a lot of that disco pop yeah. type of a feel, which as we know, the Phineas and Ferb team do an excellent mm. job with their disco themes. That is songs. where they pretty Miniature Golf and Queens, all of them. It. I can't believe we haven't gotten there yet. I am so excited. <laughs> I can I, believe it. The entire episode for that it's episode, just gonna is, be a it's just gonna be about to the song. <laughs> yes. Um, if she doesn't, if she's not an EGOT by then, we've truly failed. We failed in our mission. Yes, but. See, I'm just saying though, like Linda starts off that scene by being like, he doesn't like to talk about it. Isn't it like a little bit risky to be bringing up the fact then that like he was part of Love Handle when like you're surrounded by his goons dressed like him? It's and a you're, little like, less exciting seeing her favorite band reunite when she sees one of them like once a week to get her <laughs> hair done. Yeah, like, so that's the thing. Could you imagine like it's your favorite band in the entire world? Yeah. But now you're just like, yeah, he does my hair. 
Like probably the first time. Or Does like explain the first why she keeps times. that hairstyle though. I mean, yeah. Well, that is, I really do uh, love that's the joke really yeah. that everyone just has Bobby's hairdo. It's like Unless, how the Joker will like me. make his goons yeah. dress in. like clowns. That's like why clowns. I called them yeah. goons because they really are. It's quite threatening, honestly. Like if they all pulled out like a little shiv. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. See, and it's like he doesn't like, we all know a Bobby, right? Where it's like he doesn't like to talk about the fact that yeah. he was in Love Handle, but right behind this curtain, he has right. his full like, suit and get up. Don't plan anything for my birthday. I don't want you to fuss, <laughs> but where's my cake? I was about yeah. to say, like, how I, I don't like yeah. to perform, and I really wish you guys would stop asking me to show me up. Me sing? These. I could never. never. Okay. okay. Mm, exactly. That's, I. <laughs> I live in the the moment of, but I have nothing prepared. Oh, no, I have to get up and prove Five, it. Six, seven. There's no one here to perform Billy Joel's piano, man, but me. All right. That did happen. That did to happen you. to me once. That did <laughs> happen to him once. And that one wasn't even my fault. That was purely I was asked no, to yeah. fill in at a sort of karaoke night. Yeah, which is weird because why couldn't they just just skip, skip the, the song, song? But it was yeah. like, no, someone's got to sing Billy Joel's piano, man. Danny, do you know two thirds of the words? <laughs> Good time. <laughs> I could have done scenes from an Italian restaurant, word for word. Uh... Give us one moment. I'm not convinced she didn't die. We're back. There We're was back. a loud noise. We all got scared. Turns out it was just a gremlin. Ha -ha. No, Funny it joke. was our mother dropping marmalade. marmalade. We live in a tiny English cottage. That's true. Paddington Bear was hungry, so Mama went to make him snacks. So... He opened the door, and he was, he was not tall enough to reach it. He went, excuse me, ma'am, you wouldn't happen to have any marmalade. <laughs> and we all went, my God, Paddington. And You're covered went, yeah, in blood. Yeah, we do. It's right over here. <laughs> Come on. So, look at the tree. Let me get it to you. I... And then her withered old hands <laughs> dropped it. Oh, Paddington. You're hurting me. <laughs> Paddington. Your grip is so tight on my wrist. Yes. I haven't fingers, but I have paws. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's my great Paddington. He's just British. <laughs> um, Benny, yes. And Ferb. The thing I noticed is without commercials watching this streaming, we do get from Bobby to um, Swampy. Swampy, like, instantaneously, yes. um, yeah. which is fine because it's one bop right after another. So here's the thing. You know how I just said I'm Fabulous is currently my number one song? Yeah. Guess what's my number one song now yeah. that we're two minutes later <laughs> yeah. in this episode? You're saying that you ain't got, got rhythm. rhythm. Oh, my God. It's so good. And then, like, it really got me this time hearing him say that the reason he doesn't have rhythm is because he fell asleep That's in a metronome factory. Like, that has that stuck with me since so I was a child. funny. Nothing has informed me more as a person than the notion of falling asleep in a metronome factory. It's a perfect comic absurdity that needs no, no explanation. explanation. Nobody because says a word right. about it. Because you're right. You know what? That would mess up your rhythm. That's a perfect joke of just like a metronome. First of all, that there is a, a supervillain origin story. Yes. Right? Well. right? That there is a factory that metronome only makes metronomes. Man. And that for some reason you would be there and, and fall asleep. And they're all on. <laughs> and then you're just okay with it. But also that that has nothing to do with the breakup yeah. of the band. Yeah. No, it's not like he left the band because he had lost the rhythm. They quit, and then he and fell then asleep. He fell in a asleep. Was he working in a metronome factory? It's such does a, he live there? But that's it's so much better because none of that needs nope, a word. We don't about know, it. and that's it's why such it's so a quick funny. Line. It's, it was fantastic. That, like, it really got me this time. I said that recently. The fell asleep in a metronome factory. Like mm -hmm. I said that to someone as and a I'm reference. Sure, you to passed this. it off as your own joke. I said, "Listen, I'm really funny and original. I came up with this. No, they <laughs> they were a person who liked. You know, I have an eidetic method. I think I said it to Becky, our friend. Who no, likes I don't friend? know who that Rubolo? is. Our dear friend Becky. That is my best friend. And yeah, <laughs> Ryan's best friend Becky. She hates me. That's I tried true. to bridge the gap. No. I tried to make a sort of peace offering by doing this funny thing. Yeah, but she spat reference. on you. She did spit on me. Anyway, why are we talking about our friend? Um. Anyway, the this song. 
great song. Phenomenal. Yeah. One of the Phenomenal. best. Phenomenal. Another all time builds like builds. nobody's business. There was a floor great... after floor after floor. <laughs> it was. Oh, I'm sorry. Have we done squirrels in my no, pants? No, we have not. Okay, because I was about to say that would be because I was thinking about. In one of the countdown songs, Truck Driving Girl does make the countdown. Yeah. It wouldn't crack my countdown mm. now that we've seen the whole show mm. and it's not just season one. Season one, Truck Driving Girl would make it. But mm. when you take it into account, we got two other movies worth of songs. I, I, I don't even know how I'm going to begin to exactly. handle this bracket. It's, it's going to give me so much anxiety. It's made the world's largest but whiteboard. We, we've got it. The world's That's whitest. True. Um, we do have. But so one of my favorite memories of this song is actually from 2020. Um, it was prime pandemic time, oh, and yeah. me, Danny, and Ryan were home. Um, not only was it the pandemic, but our dad had COVID, so we mm. were in quarantine, and there was a tornado, and so our power went out. <laughs> we live in, like, rural <laughs> New Jersey. No, we live in suburban New Jersey. I said rural. Yeah. I did. That would make more sense for the tornado. I will never forget you, rural <laughs> But rural I will but, never um, forget you. I mean, so, we live in a little English cottage in Paddington here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We live but, in an English cottage so with Paddington. We all power, live in a yellow submarine. The power was out, and we were like, you know what? We're going to set up Ryan's iPad, and we're just going to sing every song we can think of. Yeah. And we tried so hard to sing Ain't Got Rhythm, but we could not get- We, we had no rhythm. looping. We kept looping well. for some reason back to the beginning, and every few minutes, we'd be like- I you, don't you're kidding me, Alexa. right? You're, you're kidding me, and like we kept losing yeah. it. We could not get to the right part of the song, and like. But we I, got through the Tiki Room song in one we got, take. One take, but that I think about it every time I hear the song. Now, the boys in the we back are called macaws because of their claws. No, because they're macaws. And our fine feathered friend is the jolly toucan, and two can sound better than one toucan can. Bum, 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 so bum. ain't got rhythm. You are alone on that one. Yeah. I'm alone on a lot of things. Um, but so this was my thing about this song. I'm just trying to like cover up a burp right now. That's oh why. really? I thought I thought you were singing it like Phineas. What you know how you know how Phineas sounds <laughs> like they, the like, Green Day. Drop his patch. I walk the lonely road, the only road that I have ever known. That's not mean to Vincent Martella. That's mean no, to Billy that's... Jones. <laughs> Because that's how that guy no. that's no. how that guy sounds. Vincent Martell is putting on a voice. Um rude. Love them both. Um so this song Holiday. Ain't got rhythm. Um we're gonna smack Danny for mm -hmm. making fun of Billy. How dare you? Um You don't have to be protective with a Green Day guy. He's got money. Um oh he's God, in the Simpsons doing movie. a show with Miley Cyrus right oh. now. They're she's <sighs> And I, no, I wish nothing, nothing more, more than to be there. Oh, I know. I'm so angry. Um. Anyway. God. Ain't got rhythm. So my first thought is where is Ferb getting all these instruments from? Because he's got so many. Like, does he have really big pockets? I know his legs go all the I way up. I need you to stop examining the cartoon I, logic. This is getting tedious. I just, there were so many instruments. But you and can bring all these instruments, but you can't give Swampy real drumsticks I when you bring this. in the drums. He doesn't need them. The rhythm was in his heart. And I gotta tell you right now, this coyote's ordering a lot of stuff from an Acme catalog. Where's he getting that money? What's he do for work? I feel like that was the, the point of work? the joke, is that it was funny. He had so many instruments. Yeah. But this was my, my problem that I noticed this I time watching this. I didn't even notice he had a lot of instruments. Crazy. He did bring a trumpet. He brings a trumpet. He bring a trumpet. Okay, um, and and a tambourine and a guitar, and then they bring in the drums. Okay, and he uses four. a couple of pens as an instrument. They're slapping the bass. Um, but what you're kidding I, me, right? What I you're, you're, kidding this me. Time, you're kidding me, right? You're, you're kidding me. <laughs> we can all agree that's the best sound yes, that's that ever been made by a person. That is the best sound that's ever been made. God bless Vincent Martello. You're kidding me, right? Um, but I, I noticed this time that the animation and the rhythm. 
don't always match up. up. Yeah. And I didn't notice that before. And I was like, for a song about rhythm, these cartoons ain't got rhythm. And for a cartoon that you've watched a million times yeah. already. Like, uh, it it really, I was like, oh no. Yeah. Um, but I All I these sweet old ladies. And that carpet, carpet from, from the, the 80s. 80s. That's a, that's a really that's satisfying a set of lyrics. That's the best rhyme I'd say I've heard in a long time. That's a wicked groove you were I'm starting to move. This is just going to turn us. This is just going to turn into us talking about how we love this. Do you have anything else to say about Swampy before we go? Oh, no. it, it I was Swampy. scrolling on a dating app and uh, there was a picture of some. There was a picture of this person and a group of friends yeah. and. He turned out to be the ugly one. Oh man! Yeah. I here's what I thought. I thought you were about to go, and I scroll past this guy. And you were gonna pull up a picture of Swampy and be like, "I just don't like, you know, no. the cake all went Aww. to waste." You know what I'm saying? Oh my god! That's such a cruel joke that Bobby does later. So once the band is reunited, uh, <laughs> and it feels so good, they're all in the garage, and Bobby uh, oh, yeah, is making fun of <laughs> Swampy. Well, yeah, because you're scrolling through a dating app while we're talking. I got notification. Do you expect the people who listen to be scrolling? Uh, someone liked my my voice note about the hummus packets that are prepackaged and come with an insufficient, <laughs> insufficient, <laughs> an insufficient amount of pretzels oh, right. for like such a large amount of hummus. And yeah. it's true. And I'll die on that hill. Thank you and good night. It's because they expect you to scoop the fingers. Right. Well, yeah. as brought up in okay, Ohio. but you know, also during a pandemic. Jokes. Anyhow, so during a panorama. It's not the um, same joke, Molly. As the fingies? Yes. No, it's not. Um. Anyway. <laughs> that's when you can't, no. That's when you can't reach. It's that I'm left with an exuberant amount of hummus. Listen. Exuberant. We're not, not No, why don't you shut up? Exuberant means um, excited. No, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to have that much hummus. I'm so excited. Um, Look at all the hummus. I'm so excited to have that hummus. I'm so excited and I just can't hummus. So the band gets back together. The <laughs> no, cake. good. Bobby cake. eats cake. I mean, Bobby Swampy eats Swampy cake from the eats trash. Some cake from the trash. And he goes, "What? You can't let good cake go to a waste." And then Bobby, fabulous, body shames him and goes, "Looks like it all did go to waste," which is funny. Yeah. And he points at his little his little fat tummy. And then immediately afterward, he goes, "Do you think I look fat in that? Because I thought <laughs> I looked fat." So Bobby, fabulous, has like weight. Yeah, it's, it's clear that he's projecting his own insecurities yeah. when all yes. bodies are beautiful. Everyone's, For real. Well. Not all bodies. You've seen Lawrence, right? All body types. All body types are beautiful. Lawrence <laughs> is just a head that yeah. goes on until it hits legs. That's my ideal. <laughs> Don't laugh. Um, but so we get the band back together. Don't and laugh. Before we see the band premiere, though, we have When will the... I find that on a dating app? Dude. We're getting the band back together. You're the one, yes, you're the star. We need to be back on this guitar. We've been doing this for so long. So look, there's a crowd. He didn't expect no, there to be a crowd. No, no, that's not what I wanted to say. I wanted to yeah, say that before that, the it's your anniversary lady steals the show. You're playing Pokemon Go right now. That doesn't matter. I'm still doing a fabulous job at this podcast. I'm canceling the I'm show fabulous. as long as you two guys are on your phone. Um, but no, so she gets she starts singing It's Your Anniversary as Phineas yes. and Ferb come in. And she is upset that she doesn't get to finish her number. But I just really that moment for me begs the question of what is this woman's life where she her and her, her son whole job is to be just an anniversary singer and no one ever lets her finish her number that's so sad well she sets up those romantic dinners yeah. like she puts up candles and her son drops her off in a van she does all this work and they don't let her sing it's rude nobody ever all she gets is cold lasagna from the fridge well, i'm sure she can eat it up I don't think the implication was that she eats it cold out of the fridge. I think Phineas says know. there's lasagna in the fridge, as in help yourself, yeah. not sit in so the fridge and eat lasagna. it. Yeah, but I think she does. Yeah. I you think know. she knows she has the option. Excuse me. I could heat up some lasagna part. right now. 
I, yeah, but I, I don't I, think I, she I, heats it up. You know when you're really depressed and you're like, it's yeah. fine. I did that last it's night. It's still food, man. <laughs> yeah. I ate a cold um, taco last night like a freak. But that sets us Never up with wake like up, a little bit of sadness, that's right? Lying next to you. Oh, no. It, oh. <laughs> Sadder than me. So It's a funny moment, but it's also like a little sad because you're like, oh, she doesn't get to finish her number. And then we're followed by like this harrowing moment of pure emotion. Oh my god, yeah. This is why I started to to cry and I levitated a little bit actually when, yeah. I, when it happened. I when it. when like, the aforementioned moment when when Daniel says, But no one will come to see us. And then we're just three withered old crones who will come to see us. Three spin the stairs with instruments. We're just riddles three. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh yeah, and they open the garage no one door. Would come to see. The stage Me. the Fireside Girls put together is 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 swampied, swamped by a massive throng of fans. So excited to see Love Handle. They they do a big number as Linda pulls up. It's very sweet. Ferb repeats so the line, uh, yes. don't just stand there, kiss her. But uh, let's just talk about the number real quick because Snuck Your Way Right Into My Heart is really up is there for me. Yeah. It, no, like it is truly just a phenomenal like love rock ballad. Yeah. And yeah. And very like appropriate for you. I want it to yeah. play at my wedding. I and I really do. No, like truthfully, I it's want it. It's already to play. on my wedding playlist. Like it's not. just a beautiful song. If you took do you plan out to lower the, children from the ceiling, if you took the out ninja the ninjas of love, of love yeah. repelling down from above. If yeah. you took that out, I would fully just believe it's like a regular song. Yeah, because yeah. that's the only jokey. That's lyric. like yeah, but which is it funny. even worse. Which I think. Do you think like they wrote the song around that one line? You like like I, did I can't morning. hear both of your questions if you talk over each other, and the audience definitely can. So do you well, think Well, how that- about Molly shuts up, and she lets me talk? Well, how about Molly plays Pokemon Go? Go ahead. Go ahead, guys. <laughs> oh, no, ventriloquist dummy Molly. <laughs> I found out I'm, like, kind of good at ventriloquism, but that's not going to be useful <laughs> that's to not an audio use podcast. A lot of podcasts, no. um, but- <laughs> they used to have ventriloquists on the radio, and you I just like- had to take their word for it. <laughs> Oh that God. was a real thing. That's, such, that's like my that's ideal. A, they do that in Annie. That's a joke and in I was Annie. Like, yeah. That was a real thing. Yeah. Uh, Edgar Bergen would have Charlie McCarthy on the radio, but there was like a specific like radio ventriloquist. That's so funny. That's like my ideal ideal job. It's just gaslighting everyone. <laughs> yeah. Liar is a great job. <laughs> liar is a wonderful job. So that's why I'm such a great lawyer. True. Did Ooh, we make a joke earlier? Yeah, there was a joke about a lawyer. I don't know. I was trying to do a callback, but we've you been talking hung, for so long. You know how so to hang long. a jury. Yeah, that's right. Um, we're all together. So oh. you were saying you were asking about if you thought they wrote the song around the Ninja of Love. Oh yeah, because you know sometimes you just start with one line, yeah. like I did this morning. Oh, Ryan wrote a great song. I did write a great song, but I can't talk about it on here no. because it's it's getting released soon, and my label said mm. you can't you can't Ryan's tease it. Strict NDA. I mm. am. No. I am. I don't read before I sign because reading's for losers. I don't care uh. what school says. <laughs> <laughs> it's Reading a great is very song. Important. Stay it's in a- school. Kids, stay out of school. Kids, <laughs> stay out of school. Be cool, like me, the voice on the podcast. It's us, radio voices. It's you us. wouldn't download a car, but I would. Yo, that dude's cool. Thanks, so you're like guy. a ninja of love, ro- repelling down, down from, from above. above. Listen, uh, love handles great. Their song is great. That's a great song. The the doof subplot just kind of like you know it's the usual. Yeah. His embarrassing thing turned out to actually be sweet, a la the little Mary McGuffin doll. Yes, because um, well, Perry the platypus in their fight, they destroy the entire thing. Yeah. I don't remember if we and said that. It looks that. super goth. It looks yeah. super sad. We get our first appearance of Johnny. I would love yeah. 
Is this his first? Yes. Yeah. Johnny will appear maybe once more. Oh, does she? Is this? Does she explain that like her crush is coming? Well, he says he, there's a bunch oh, of cards a, yeah, around yeah, his yeah. name. And I know what that means. In the episode with the I fell down the hill, I got yeah, glue on my hands. I got records on my fingers. That just might be stop. my favorite song. That's a great song. Yeah. But the platypus controlling the episode, we see Johnny again. But I think yeah. that's about it for Johnny content. Yeah. Are you sure? He maybe one or two. Uh, is there one where he's mean and she well, like breaks up? I don't know, Molly. Why don't you keep oh, track of it? I will. Yeah, we will. As I time will. goes on. Okay. So anyway, Johnny, yeah. relatively minor character. Um, that subplot ends that way. She does a thank you, Perry the platypus, instead mm-hmm. of the curse. You but then Doof also does a curse you, the Perry the. Hey, is that love handle? Yeah. Anyway, so, so. Um, I have a really underrated reason why this is a sweet moment. Please. Um, Linda's dress she wears matches the color of the little um like cuff on Lawrence's sleeve, yeah. and they match, and it's really cute. And um, I just noticed that this time, and I was like, oh, it's aesthetically pleasing. Speaking of aesthetically pleasing, I'm beautiful. Speaking of aesthetically pleasing, I would love to see a fashion metal riot. Okay. 100%. Don't perform a love handle song. You'll get one. And then you'll be sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another note I have um, is just the hilarity of, let's blow the roof off this place. And then it's going to blow the roof off this place. It's a great bit. Although they Um, are outdoors, so there is no roof to blow off. No no one knows what they're talking about. Where are they getting all these instruments? (laughs) They're outdoors. You guys are fun. Um, but Doof's hair was <laughs> a This is party. my live resignation. <laughs> Doof's hair with a party hat on is is worse than Phineas being bald with a hat really? on. I do not I like don't the agree. look. I Nothing's think... worse than hat Phineas. No, I think when they go to... Um... I would rather Harry Phineas stare down the barrel of the camera for two hours mm. than deal with a hairless, <laughs> bald Phineas. No, Absolutely you guys not. are making bold claims. I don't. I personally am a little bit afraid of when they go to. I don't remember what the place is called, but it's where they see Morty Williams and their hair oh, buzz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes me uncomfortable. The smile away, just because reform. it's so. It's like yeah. why it looks like an eraser yeah. on top of a pencil. Hmm. Why is it there? <laughs> anyway, so uh, the Whoever episode uses erasers. Episode over. That's They're who. in love. Happy anniversary. Episode ends. But then over the credits, we do get a little taste of a song called "Music Makes Us Better." We see all the characters dance like and at the end Perry's of a DreamWorks got movie. Some sweet moves. It is truly like the end of every DreamWorks movie. Like you know how at the end of Megamind they just have a dance party for no reason. Yeah. Or at the end of like Shrek. Miley Cyrus and a Hannah Montana. <laughs> it, it was too hard of a line reading. No, I'm go sorry, ahead. Perry the Platypus truly has some sweet. He does, but I, I gave way too big of a line yeah. reading. You really did. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I was trying to blow back. Sweet mama, it's the Jonas Brothers. That's what Jeepers. you said. No, it is Jeepers, Eddie. Okay, um, well. Mm, who's ever editing this one? Review these past few minutes. Yeah. Um, Jeepers, Eddie. It's the Dune Patrol. Let's get out of here. I'm, some I great love talking into a microphone. It makes me feel like I should be so, pressing a button and asking so, for my secretary. Excuse me, Miss Johnson, can you send in a podcast? Um, can, you, can you cancel all my appointments? I'm tired. I don't like this British man who does baby voices. Um, anywho. Listen, Mrs. Johnson, it's me, old chap. Hawkeye Johnson? It's Hawkeye Johnson. Baby um, needs his nappy. Baby needs his nappy wappy. So, what do you think of this episode, everyone? It's a great- Phenomenal. Great time. I hope that you let us know what you like oh, about this. Me. No. Molly, um, Molly, I, we, have to, we have to go through stuff. We have to read the famous quotes. Oh, well, I, I, can, I, can, I can't ask them Do a question first. Do you have to pee or something? No. Stop trying break. to get us out of here. Why, yeah, You're why really you... giving us the bums rush, yeah, you really. bum. I, I was just... I you wanted, asked to record I today. I wanted to talk to the fans. Mm. Well, mm. the fans don't want to talk right the now. The trappings of fame. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're bad brothers. I'm sorry. So, Mo, Molly, stop. No, I love you. 
Molly, I'm don't sorry, cry. Guys. Don't cry. Don't cry, Molly. Then, Molly, don't cry. Please, not on the podcast. Fine. Molly, not in front of the kids. No. You need to show strength. Ah. The illusion is broken. Mm. Mm. But Perry the Platypus did have some sweet moves. He yeah. did have some sweet moves. <laughs> That's what we're all saying. Molly, do a bigger... Molly did a I bigger like do, line I like reading. Do, do, <laughs> I like... <laughs> Had some sweet moves. Oh wow, she found it. She found a. <laughs> she found a way. She went for the Oscar. I did. Much she like Jacob Josh, she found a way. I found a way. I found a way. Okay, Alanis Morissette. If you open up your mind, see what's inside. Enough. It's gonna take some time to realize. Ooh. Isn't it realign? Didn't he correct people? Didn't Drake? <laughs> okay, that's some good caterwauling we've done. Both very different takes on that last sound. Okay, so just real music quick. Music is an art. Music makes us better. It's up for interpretation. Okay, Maggie Smith. <laughs> Thank you. Potter is a boy, not a Potter is a boy, not for, not, uh, <laughs> Mr. Johnson needs his, <laughs> I need my nappy. That was almost Winnie the Pooh. I can't do Maggie Smith. Uh, Can you say I need my nappy as uh, Maggie Smith? <laughs> take nips. I'm not going to go along with this bit. <laughs> I'm not going to go along with this bit. Potter's a boy, not a Potter's boy. Potter's a boy, not a So boy. just real quick, there are some quotes. We, yes, we do we, the quotes. We've got some quotes. We write down our favorite some lines from episodes. Quotables. We just have three for this one. Is that trademarked? It might be. Jeopardy. No, you're thinking of potent potables from Jeopardy. But quote it. Okay. Yeah. Well. Uh, you were? Yeah. <laughs> you're thinking of, well, you're Notable thinking of it from quotables. celebrity. Let's not talk about this. <laughs> I just want to read these three read words. Read the quotes. There's only three lines. Okay. Let's talk about love, baby. Oh, thanks for censoring. Just you and me. I don't know what you're talking about. Go on. I'm writing a so song So the here. lines from Dude, We're Getting the Band Back Together are, secretly, I'm very lonely. Bobby, Great. fabulous, of course. Definitely one we say a lot. Talk to the hand. Secretly, I'm very lonely. A line that will be repeated later. Um, the phrase, well, that hardly ever happened. <laughs> uh, and of course, nobody ever lets me finish my number. Nobody That's ever it. lets me finish it's my number. Those three, those are the highlights They're... of the dialogue. I think if any... There's any line that any of us can relate to, it's that no one ever lets no me finish. One. No, yeah. we all give off big we, energy yeah. of a 90 year old woman in a heart costume going, No one ever, but lets we're me. also the ones stopping the other the others, from yeah. finishing their number. We do not do one to because others we, we like, all okay. want to do our own number. That's that's the fact. I think we can tell because you do just did a full performance of Drake and Josh, and yeah, earlier I said, I don't us. know what you're talking about. Okay, <laughs> um. I think though musically, like this is one of the best episodes musically for True. sure. Hands Obviously, down. it's it's about music. Um, I just love Jared Reddick's sweet, sweet voice, talking and singing. He just yeah, he really he's sold a really me on good Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese is where a kid can be a bat. <laughs> yeah, I remember we used to sing different things at the end instead of another reference for no one but us. <laughs> no one but us. Yeah, we used um, to just sing where a kid can be a bat. I'm a huge Bowling Pursuit fan. Jared is coming to New Jersey. Like the week before my birthday, I really want to see him. And all right, well, now that we know Bowling for Soup's tour dates, I guess we can all hang up our hats for the day. Um. So, um, this this is a pretty good episode, guys. Let's this, let's uh, give it let's give it three Phineas and Ferbs out of three. <laughs> I think that is the rating system we've always gone with. I'd give it one Isabella out of Candice. <laughs> 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 just abstract. Nobody quite knows what they mean. No, but you know what? Uh, we, it, we have to compare. I would give it five. Perry I the always. Hats. This is. <laughs> <laughs> this is um always what I think, Danny, and this yeah. is just for you. Since we saw 
Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. Hmm. I have always thought of the ladies the hanging from the love. ribbons oh. when I see the ninjas of love yeah. repelling down from above. It has big uh, Arachne's loom energy. Yeah. Still the most phenomenal thing I've ever seen, though. Yeah. Eh, eh. We were singing the, the weird riff. We they were do. singing the weird riff. And there's like a weird riff that all the spider women sing. They go... Eh, eh, eh. It's like a Celtic, like Bono trying to be real yeah. Irish because he is. It reminds me of um, sleeping, you know. Like it was- <laughs> <laughs> that was cruel. Good night, everybody. Let's do our catchphrase. Let's leave it on that. It reminds me <laughs> yeah, of uh, sleeping. <laughs> I loved the play. It reminded me of the inside of my own eyelids. Tweet us, email us, um, let us know what you like about this episode. I can't wait to see more love. Send us drawings. Send us drawings because I did not do he one. He didn't doodle because he hasn't been using his iPad. That's why I haven't gotten any Ryan That's doodles. because I'm too depressed to charge it. Mm. And <laughs> that's a mood. <laughs> um, yeah, so let I us know. I taking my pills recently. It's really had an effect on <laughs> Not even joking. So, and all, all in all, this was a wonderful episode. All in all, the fuel from Cars Two Alan that Alda. secretly explodes. Yeah. Alan Alda, the star Alan of Cars Alda. Three, he plays Lightning McQueen. That's true. <laughs> he replaces Owen Wilson. So now Lightning McQueen does a lot of. Boy, I believe this is cited great. as um, the co-founders of Phineas and Ferb. I believe it's. I believe it's cited as one of their favorite episodes. It has yeah. to be. It's so good. It's so good. It's I just believe so I, sweet. I read that. And yeah. I just in the think encyclopedia establishing love handle. Is so important for the rest of the series. It really is yeah. compared to like as as much of the jokes are established in season one. This is definitely. Um, it also there. just on I the think it was. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you no, you were completely talking, and I just started. Go no, ahead, please. No, no, this this is awkward. This is fine. No, there's just dead air. <laughs> what are the listeners gonna Stop. drive to? Stop it. <laughs> Oh, God. Someone, quick. Someone has to sing Piano Man by Billy Joel so the listeners aren't just left hanging. This is my moment to shine. <laughs> okay, well, I don't remember what I was going to say. I was say. saying the joke establishing season I one. I was going to say that handle. I think even if this episode was just an excuse because they wanted to create yeah. music, they got to. And it's some of the most phenomenal music I've heard to this yeah. day. It's, kind of, it's much like the musical Annie. There's some nice jokes in here. Oh, this is pleasant. That's but, a bold claim. But, but every I'll song, every, every song is pretty good. Yeah, like there's there's like I one. Living in a shanty. Dan and I were talking about the other day. A jam. No, it is. But yeah. we we determined it would be much better if everyone was, was um, like cock, had a Cockney oh, yeah. accent. Yeah, like because they're so poor and Dickensian. Were really affected. Exactly. But, they're but that's Americans. the thing. Yeah. They, they're still complaining be. about the president. So for anyone who doesn't know, there's a song in Annie the Musical. We'd like to thank. We'd like to thank you, Herbert Hoover. And Herbert Hoover was. With today we're was living a, in a, a pretty big deal in America, today, but not okay. really. Let's explain. Herbert Hoover was the president right before the Depression hit. Once the Depression hit, everyone lost their money. The world was sad. And so in the musical Annie, all of these people living in a shanty town are blaming Herbert Hoover for their lot. It's life. called a Hooverville because yeah. so many people were homeless and poor. Why are you talking like the Grinch? Of <laughs> I don't want to pick waves. Thank Here you. in the Hooberville. Um, anyway. That was good. Thank you. Hooberville was very good. <laughs> like a who? Like, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know why you, uh, the bee made a, yeah. or if that was just a Grinch voice. Yeah. Oh, the holiday movie, movie what are you? <laughs> <laughs> the Grinch. That was good. All right, well, we've talked about the Grinch and Annie the Musical. We can go now. Um, we did what them. we came here to do. Leave. I did what I had to do to survive. <laughs> yeah. 
and you've survived. Tweet us Candace how. Party. Tweet us what you. We did. already asked them to tweet and send the drawings. We're done. We're done. Are we ready to say the catchphrase to end the show? Yes. Yeah. Molly, do you have any? You, Molly, I feel like I'm censoring you. I don't want to suppress your voice. Give me one more. No. Candace party out, please. No, you can't no, do it without us. Can't do it without I was just doing it to silence her. <laughs> I would. Um. <laughs> Grandpa, please. <laughs> He's I have foot. no idea. He's um, Bigfoot. No idea what I was going to say. No idea what it meant. Oh, he bathes in the water that you drink. All right, everybody. Bring up It's Bigfoot one more time, and I will resign on the spot. Three. Good luck replacing me. <laughs> the Grinch. Two. Yeah. Holiday Hoobie Woody. Holiday Hoobie Woody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, three, two, one. Candace, Candace party, party out. Peace. I to the N to the T I M A T E. Get together. I to the N to the T I M A T E. Get together. It's not a party.